Hello, my seven faithful listeners and one who sometimes does. Uh, welcome to the Daily Run, the Run of the Mills podcast. We are on episode 103, and if you're joining us for the first time today, welcome. Um, and I would say stop listening right now and go back to episode one and start at the beginning. Um, actually, it's not terrible if you start at this point. You're just going to miss out on the first 101 important episodes or so, um, or 102 episodes. I mean, there's been a ton of these things, um, but they're short for the most part. Anyway, we've been talking about Israel's past uh, before we hit Israel's present and Israel's future when we talk about the book of Romans chapters 9, 10, and 11. And we were talking about uh, this kind of what Paul's talking about here about the um, Israel's rejection of God and God's justice and his um, God being able to be God that in our, this, this whole thing of us um, condemning God because he doesn't meet our standards kind of stuff. But anyway, he finishes verse 24 and he's talking about, um, well, let me just back up to verse 23. And it says that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy, which he had prepared beforehand for glory, even us whom he called, not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles. And so Paul talks about the those who are called both the Jews and the Gentiles. And again, this would, a lot of people uh, at the time were, caught off guard by this idea of the Messiah coming, not just for the Jews, but to the Gentiles, that the gospel, the salvation message going to the Gentiles, uh, especially to the Jewish mindset that um, definitely looked down upon the Gentile nations. And so what Paul does now is he does something that we've seen him do throughout the book. When he makes a controversial type point, when he says something that he's anticipating his audience to go, whoa, hold on, wait a minute. What about, uh, or, whoa, that's new teaching. That doesn't sound right. What's he going to do? Well, remember, this is the guy that said, test all things, hold on to what is good, avoid even the appearance of evil. And if you're going to test something, remember, you have to have an, a uh, teacher's guide, the key that you test things by. And so if Paul says, test all things, well, what does he use as his standard for uh, holding things to the test. So if you were saying, well, I want to test what he's saying, well, he he's anticipating that you're going to do that. And so he has just talked about that um, God is called not just the Jews, but also the Gentiles, and he's going to expect pushback. He's going to expect people to go, what? Where do you get that from? And so he quotes Hosea, and he says, as he says also in Hosea, I will call them my people who are not my people, and her beloved who is not beloved, and it shall come to pass in the place where it was said to them, you are not my people. There they shall be called sons of the living God. And so then I, he quotes Isaiah, right? And he says, Isaiah also cries out concerning Israel. Though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, the remnant will be saved for he will not, he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness because the lord will make a short work upon the earth and he goes on he says and as isaiah said before unless the lord of the sabbath had left us a seed we would become like sodom and we would become like gomorrah and so he kind of makes this statement about the Gentile believers, and he also makes a statement about this remnant of faithful 
Jewish believers. And then in verse 30, he asks another question, right? And so he says, what shall we say then? Right? So that's kind of Paul's way of saying, well, what, what's our response to this? That Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness of faith. But Israel pursuing the law of righteousness has not attained to the law of righteousness. Why? Because they did not seek it by faith, but as it were, by the works of the law. For they stumbled. As it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and a rock of offense, and whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. And so he talks about this, this great thing where he talks about the Gentiles, right? He says the Gentiles did not pursue righteousness, have attained righteousness. Well, how did they attain righteousness without pursuing it? Well, it wasn't a righteousness of their own works. What he's saying is, remember that righteousness that we read about way back in chapter four that comes apart from the law, the righteousness of faith. It says Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him as righteousness. And so what's the difference? Well, they weren't trying to follow the law. They weren't trying to keep all of the commandments. They just believed the gospel message that was shared with them. They believed that they needed a savior. They believed that Jesus was able to save them and that his death paid the price for their sin and that he was resurrected. And in him, they have newness of life. They have forgiveness. They have the righteousness of God, not something that they pursued, right? It was freely given and offered to them. And he contrasts that in verse 31. He says, but Israel pursuing the law of righteousness has not attained to the law of righteousness, right? So the Jews, he said, they have the law. They have the law of righteousness and they're pursuing it, right? They're trying to keep it, but in trying to keep it, they have not attained it. And as we've talked about a number of times throughout our, our study here is that the purpose of the law was not that they would attain righteousness through the law. It wasn't that, hey, we're following this pattern. Uh, we're following these rules so that we can be righteous. Uh, he's saying, yeah, you're following those rules so that you might be righteous, but you're not attaining it. In other words, you're not attaining righteousness because you are falling short of keeping the rules. You've fallen short. And so there's an interesting contrast there, right? between the Gentiles who have attained and the Jews who have not. And he, and he answers the question, well, why? Because they did not seek it by faith. The, the Jews did not attain it because they did not seek it by faith, but as it were, by the works of the law. And so again, they're trying to be made right with God by their own deeds. And this is always a problem. And you need to be careful because you can catch yourself falling into the same thing where you start doing things rather than out of faithful obedience. And why do we practice faithful obedience? Well, because we love him. So rather than doing things because we love him, we start doing things out of obligation. Um, and oftentimes what also happens is we stop doing things because we feel like we've fallen short. And this is always the problem with uh, legalism and, and, and trying to uh, relate to God based on your own works, is that one of two things happens. Either you meet your own qualifications, you meet your own expectations, you you meet your, your own standards, and you end up looking down on other people because they don't meet those standards, and you know, can become spiritually uh, full of yourself and inflated and proud. The other thing is that you can set up a set of 
laws or rules or regulations, whatever, and not meet them yourself and end up beating yourself down because you've not met your own righteous standard. And I've met all kinds of people over the years that have said stuff like, well, I'd love to come back to church, but I've been gone so long. I just don't feel like I can go back. Like, well, that makes no sense to a person who understands the scripture that, that understands that repentance is a one step thing that you can say, you know, I haven't been to church in a long time, but I'm coming back on Sunday. And it might be a little awkward. People might say, oh, we haven't seen you in so long, which they don't realize points out to you that, you know, that you haven't been there, which makes you feel more uncomfortable. Um, but it's that humbling yourself saying, I, I know this is what I need to do. This is, I know this is where I need to be. You know, people will say things like, well, I just, I don't feel like I can go to God with this issue that I have because I haven't been reading my Bible. Like, well, I'm not sure what the relationship is between the two things, but, um, if you're his child, you have access to him. And so don't make it about your works. Don't make it about you. Um, like he says about the, the, uh, the Jews, he says, um, pursuing the law of righteousness, but you know, has not attained to the law of righteousness. You know, you may be pursuing your own set of standards, or maybe you stopped pursuing your own set of standards, but you still have those standards there and you haven't attained it. And because you haven't attained it, you feel like you can't go to him and you're missing out. You're missing out. And so if you have been relating to God based on your own works and your own deeds, um, remember the works and deeds, the good things that you do, those the the maybe the good works that you're striving to do, if you're striving to to you're trying to be a better person or you're trying to walk more in his ways. Well, that's great. Um, and continue to grow, to grow in your walk with him, continue to, to strive to do good things because you were created for good works. The, the Bible says that, but don't make your relationship with God hinge on what you're doing. Uh, you can go to him anytime, whether you've read your Bible today or not, whether you've gone to church in the last month or not, whether you have thought about him in the last two days or not, you can, you can come and you're coming to him, not based on what you've done, but you're coming to him based on what he has done. And it's faith in that work that he's done. Because remember, if you're seeking to attain it through your own works, you're never gonna. So take the free gift. It's a better deal. Talk to you next time. God bless you.